This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy Thursday. The Jason Walker Show. Hanging out inside the man cave in our studios in Helena, Montana. And getting ready to bring you a great show, another great show. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, JasonWalkerShow.com. You can also check out Continental Divide Radio. Let us know what you think of the brand new radio station, the music of your memories. We have over like 70 years of music, seriously, almost 70 years. So check it out at jasonwalkershow.com. A big show coming up today. We're going to talk with Barry Abrams about the Belmont Stakes coming up and relive 50 years ago and 45 years ago. Two of the most exciting races ever. And who wins this year's Belmont? We will not have a Triple Crown winner this year. After Mage lost in the uh, Preakness, will not run in the Belmont. Also going to talk to Lindsey Woolley, the soon-to-be former, basically former head coach at Montana Western, who has resigned yesterday, announced his resignation. He's taken a new job. Uh, still can't say where. I can tell you it is just a little south of Montana. Uh, so there you go. Um He's still waiting for background checks. The walk-up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry. Three distinct divisions so you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. Milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. And um, you can go with your own floor plan. They have their own. And you can just check it out at yourcustomlog.com to get started today. Uh, Let's see here. What did we want to start with? Well, you got the Montana-Wyoming All-Star Series this weekend. The Midland Roundtable. Friday, it'll be played in Gillette. And then Saturday at Lockwood. Volleyball Classic, the second annual, will precede Saturday Hoops at Lockwood. And lots of great volleyball and basketball talent from uh, the state of Montana and uh, basketball for the state of Wyoming. Montana's won... Well, Steve Keller's coaching. He's 20-0. and 0. Wes Keller's coaching the girls. He's, I think, 10-0, and 12-0, and 0, something like that. They're both really good. Uh, they've got really good teams, and they are loaded. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Montana has uh, dominated that series for uh, quite some time, as we mentioned. So if you're around, you can check out the volleyball on Saturday starts at 3 o'clock at uh, Lockwood High School. 
The East volleyball team will have Riley Kogelshack from senior, Matea Tipton from Glendive, Ella Kincaid, senior, Ella Cochran, CMR, Aubrey Allison from Shepard, Avery Stuff, CMR, Lindsay Lawrence uh, from Jordan, Nora Allen from CMR, Maya Goltz from Bridger. The coach is Young Young of Rocky. Uh, the West, Lauren Heiser from Helena. Reese Sandow from Big Sky. Lexi Bear, Sentinel. Daphne Ingle from Stevensville. Alexis Eggert from Sentinel. Callie Kaiser from Twin Bridges. Andy Duma from Manhattan. Zoe Alberts of Big Fork. Isabella Cahill of Frenchtown. And uh, the West will be coached by Mobile of Carroll College. That's a, that's a pretty good uh, <laughs> coaching lineup there, too. And then, of course, you've got the uh, Saturday in Lockwood. You also have the Class B All-Star football game. There's a lot going on. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Let's see here. Montana's won 20 in, the, 20 in a row. Uh, Steve Keller. And leads the all-time series 65-27. The girls coached by Wes Keller. They've won 11 straight, Montana has, and leads the series 37-13. So you've got four fantastic games Saturday. The football game, followed by volleyball, and then basketball. Football at 11 a.m. at Lockwood, north versus the south. Um... And Lockwood's such a great, great facility. Fantastic facility. Love it. Got a chance to call, call the Class B down there last year, and it is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, let's see here. What else did we see? Uh, oh, we can give you the rosters for basketball for the girls. Alex Bullock from Helena, Malia Egan of Colstrap, Elise Abbey of uh, Laurel, Lainey Kearns of Hamilton, Avery Burkhardt of Bozeman, Ava Belich of Manhattan Christian, Layla Bauman of West, Brooke Batavitic, Butte Central, Jada Clarkson, Helena Capital, Maddie Moy, Flathead. And on the West, uh, the Montana boys, Royce Robinson of Lewistown, Dougie Peoples of Butte Central, Eli Hunter from Gallatin, Connor Dick of Hellgate, Lane Love of Skyview, Seth Amonrude of Manhattan Christian, Connor Mashaw, Frenchtown, Michael Murphy of Glendive, Noah Dowler of Glacier, Billy Carlson of West. So there's the basketball lineups on Saturday. If you, seriously, if you want to see great high school sports, Saturday is the day in Billings. Uh, Travis Rao um, will lead the South team. Been at Towns in the past 21 years as the head coach. He's going to lead the South. Jim Ben of Big Fork will coach the North. North defeated the South last year 27-7. to And leads the all-time series 18-15 as one four straight. Some of the uh, great names in that. Uh, Win North of Loyola, Bryden Batson of Fairfield, Cole Troy of Fairfield. Teammate Owen Cartwright. Teammate Bo Pre- uh, Pierce, uh, Peace. Uh, Anaconda is Nathan Blodnick, or Blodnick, 
Damian Burke of Cut Bank, along with Jacob. Uh, it's got a teammate. Let's try to pronounce that one. Hajar Terson. Uh, Julius Benson of Wolf Point. We've had him on the show. Trent Truman, Eureka. Remington Little from Eureka. Kayla Butter from Eureka. Tyson Brillette from Eureka. Elijah Ratliff, Thompson Falls. Teammate Brooke Ferris. Colin uh, Rick of Florence. Along with teammate Jared Weaver. Sean Larson of Florence. Kayla Brossman of Florence. Ryan Winters of Florence. <laughs> Ashton Potter of Glasgow. Uh, a couple more Glasgow natives. Aiden Horster. Mason Donaldson. Cameron Mears, Eli Hansen, Reese Brown, Spencer Gibbs of Malta, Ethan Rodriguez, Nick Walker, Joseph Ferrier, Manny Baldy, Bryce Gilliard of Big Fork. The South's going to be led by Ty Cowell of Big Timber, Jared Fritas of Roundup, Luke Donnelly of Huntley, David Wolfiel of Huntley, Caleb Smartnick from Jefferson, along with Zach Zodi of Jefferson, Jace Oxart, Jefferson, Dylan Root, Jefferson, Sage Boost, Whitehall, Nicholas Denny, Whitehall, uh, Leo Scafani, Whitehall, Dawson Sweat, Richard Jones, Walter Spurlock, Jesus Garcia, Ryan Rock of Townsend, Tate Young from Columbus, Rory Lannon of Big Timber, Gage McGilvery of Big Timber, Jose Pullman of uh, Big Timber, Three Forks Reed Woodard, Manhattan's Case Cruz, Baker's Rory Lingle, along with Nathan Schallenberger and Guy Lesh and Aiden Werwis and Zayden Heck of Colstrip and Zach Cox of Colstrip. It's pretty good to uh, t- t- listen to these coaches for the for the South. You got Coach Rao, his assistant at Townsend, Joe Horn, and then Clint Lang from Jefferson, Jared Padmos of Jefferson, Jim Browning of Columbus, and Russ Hale of Shepard. Who is um, Jim Ben taken? Assistant coaches, Connor Coleman of Big Fork, Trevor Utter, Eureka, along with Randy Shermerhorn from Eureka, Nick Oxart, Malta, and Aaron DeVries of Malta. Some great coaches, some great talent, all the way around from football to volleyball to the two basketball games on Saturday in Lockwood. Seriously, doesn't, I mean, this is a great weekend. It is an all-star weekend. You've got uh, CNFR this, or not CNFR, CNFR starts uh, Monday, but you've got uh, Northern Rodeo this week, Frontier Days up at Culbertson, Poplar Wild West Days uh, as well. Culbertson Friday, Saturday, Poplar Saturday, and Sunday. We are in rodeo season, and of course the CNFR getting started next week as well. Montana State women and men both looking for uh, team titles after winning the Big Sky Regions again. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and when we return, we'll check in with Lindsey Woolley. What went behind the decision to resign at Montana Western and become an assistant coach at a Division I school? He'll tell us. Oh, walk-up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. Veteran-owned, family-owned, woman-owned and operated you have a chance to get 50 years' experience, the finest craftsmen available to build the log home of your dreams and your budget. Go in with your own floor plan. They have 15 different floor plans or more that you can work with. Combine them. They'll go from 700 square feet, 30,000 square feet, anywhere in between. They'll travel to your job site. They'll get it done. They know what they're doing. 
Get a hold of Montana Custom Log Homes, yourcustomlog.com, to get started today. Lindsey Woolley, 2019 National Champion Coach of Montana Western, joins us next on the Jason Walker Show. Hang on. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. I'm Bobby Howe, head football coach of the Montana Grizzlies. And this summer at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame, we're doing more than celebrating Montana's best. On Saturday, June 24th at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center, there will be a Speak Up Student Athlete Mental Health Symposium from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Prominent figures throughout Montana, such as Jim O'Day and Tommy Mallott, will offer discussion and collaboration on how to better the mental health of our student athletes. After three Hall of Famers spoke about their own mental health last year, it's become apparent that we prioritize this topic at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame. Please join us on Saturday, June 24th. And for more information, go to the website mtfootballhof.com. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dot Casino and Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dot Casino and Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one... 
It feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Thursday. Hope you're having a good day. Can't get out and golf today. You got tournament, Bobcat scramble going on, so I'll be okay. Taking a day off for the cats and their fans. It's supposed to rain later today. We'll check in as this segment's brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Check in with Barry Abrams, get an update from the Belmont. How will the smoke from the Canadian wildfires uh, affect the Belmont on Saturday? Barry will join us a little bit later on. Also, uh, on this day in history, the walk-off and much more still to come on this day in history. I think I mentioned that. Uh, yesterday, the news broke in the morning that uh, Lindsey Woolley had stepped down as the head coach after 11 seasons guiding Montana Western women's basketball team, won a 2019 national championship. That banner, or one of them, hangs right here in the man cave, off, just off to our right, above the Montana Tech helmet that is being lit up right there. And my Sasha Cohen autographed photos. Speaking of helmets, if... Uh, you want to have your helmet displayed for your school here in the man cave, just uh, get a hold of me so you can send it to me. I've got a bunch. From uh, We've got Frontier, we've got AA, Class B. I think there's even an A1 or two in there. So uh, Get a hold of me, and uh, we'll display your helmet. But as I mentioned, had a chance to catch up with Lindsey Woolley earlier this morning. Talk about his decision to leave Montana Western after 11 seasons. And he joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Here's Lindsey Woolley on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach. Um, my friend Casey Parrott emailed me or texted me yesterday and said, check this out. I didn't think he'd ever leave Montana Western. And boom, here we go. Lindsey Woolley leaving Montana Western. How, how are you, Coach? Um, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of different range of emotions. Um, obviously we've been somewhere for as long as I have. It's, it's hard to leave. And, 
and it's hard to leave because, you know, because of the kids that we have in this program and everything that they've given, given to me and, and this university and this, this community. And so it's, it's a bittersweet, of course, feeling and, um, scary and exciting. And, um, but I'm, I'm, it's, it's a, it's an opportunity there. There was an opportunity that I just couldn't pass on, um, professionally and, so for, for me to get a shot like this, I figured that I wanted to take it. I don't want to have it live life with any regrets. And so here we are. How long, how long did this process take? Not oh, very long, probably five or six days. Oh, uh, it was really fast. Yeah. Got a phone call and I was there to interview four days later and got off of the job and drove home and didn't sleep much and this has spent a lot of time, you know, visiting with my wife and trying to figure out the best plan for our family and had to go tell my AD the next afternoon. So yeah, it, it was quick. Yeah. And the timing is, is never right when a coach decides to move mm-hmm. on. Um, you know, it's, it's because it's always in, especially NAI, you're in the, always in recruiting process. You're always in recruiting mode. Um, this is a big step though. Um, I'm not sure if you can tell me yet, but I think I know who you can say hi to for me when you get there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> um, but uh, how does that affect, you know, like, like Montana Western and where you're going? Because for the most part, they're done recruiting. Western, like I said, never ends recruiting and, and bringing girls in to, to be the next, you know, standouts and, and winners at, at Montana Western. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the timing, I think it was, it is it, it, as good as it could have been in terms of our roster is essentially set. Um, just waiting on one letter of intent from a kid that said she was going to sign it. Um, and obviously have a, a bunch of kids back that I think are all going to stay, sounds like, hopefully. Um, and so I think the roster's good. The schedule is – oh, I lost a couple games last week. The schedule was done. <laughs> but that's <laughs> that's something that anybody can do. It just takes <laughs> takes a little bit of work. And so, you know, I think those pieces are there, um, which makes me feel good. And obviously I think there's a, the roster is good enough to be, be competitive again next year because that was our plan. Um, so – those things are good. Um, and obviously with, with Britt being here, um, it's, that makes me feel a lot more comfortable in knowing that she's going to be here in one capacity or another. Um, and it was really important to me. Um, just from what, you know, she's a bulldog at heart, the second or third generation and she loves this place and doesn't really ever want to leave here. So, um, so that, 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 that works out well. And I just think it's, you know, this program is, in a good spot. And that makes me feel a little bit better about leaving. <laughs> um, pros, the biggest con as far as your family to, to where you're going to go. Uh, what was the biggest con you guys talked about? Oh, just, you know, you have, when you, when you make choices like this and, and your wife also works and professionally, she has her goals. Um, it, it's, 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 that's challenging. Then of course we have a nine year old. So the thought of, you know, him making new friends and, and going to a new school and all those types of things are, are hard to think about, but we, you know, we, we thought it through and, and she's going to, they're going to stay here for a year. Her boss was really good about working with her so they can come down and see me and 
spend long weekends as much as we can and, and, you know, keep him and kind of see where this takes us, so to speak. Um, and so that we thought that was the best move for our family and for him. And, and so that's what we'll do. And it's only three hours and 45 minutes away. So, Oh, that narrows it down. <laughs> yeah. You drive, well, you don't know how fast I drive. <laughs> well, knowing, knowing that road, I'm guessing, uh, through one state, you're 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 going the speed limit, and through the other two, you can fly pretty good. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> although I've heard traffic in, in in the one area is not exactly great anymore. Although you're not going to that area, you're going no. just a little little north and west, I believe. Yes, you are yes. correct. I, I'd love to say I know you want to say you're itching to say it, but background checking and all of that stuff, it's. It's a process. I remember when I got hired to Providence last year, I had started, and then it took about three weeks for the background check to finalize. Um, but when you're as clean as guys like us, you know, it should go pretty quick. Well, I figured I haven't had a speeding ticket in like 15 years, and I think I pay all my bills, so I'm not sure what else there is. <laughs> uh, what's going to be the biggest transition for you, Coach, as we talked to Lindsey Woolley, the 2019 National Coach of the Year? Uh, leaving Montana Western for a, a Division One job, but what's what's going to be the biggest transition for you? Well, I think obviously being, you know, like I just said, being separated from my family, so so to speak, for <laughs> for a while. That's that'll be hard, and then you know I don't make the schedule anymore. I'm just an assistant, so um, my job's to help and and do what I'm told and and excel in my role, and and it's a little different when when you're the head coach and you can, you practice when you want and you lift when you want and you, um, you go on vacation when you want and all those, all those things that go along with it. So that'll be an adjustment. And then obviously just working with a number of people, you know, obviously here it's been me and me and Coop or me, me and Coop and Nora and me and, or me and Tony or me and Tori. It's two person operation. So, you know, working with a staff of uh, four or five people is, it will be, will be a change. And I'm looking forward to, to collaborating with different minds and learning and all those types of things. And so, but you know, there's, there's a lot of other things that are, that will make life a little bit easier too. So, you know, it's a, it's a 50, 50, one way or the other in terms of what's harder, what's easier. Um, if that makes sense. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I've talked to coach Sayers about this and coach Turcott, coach Keller, uh, both of them, but you're going from the head job of 11 years to becoming an assistant now. I mean, you take kind of a back back step or step back in a role. Um, and you're fiery. You're, you're passionate on that sideline. That's not going to continue or that won't, that will continue, but not being the decision maker, so to speak, how does that change after 11 years of having to make every decision? <laughs> well, sometimes I think it's, it's good. <laughs> we all, I always joke, I always joke that, man, and, you know, sometimes during the middle of January, God, you sure would be nice to be an assistant coach. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, it's, it's something that I, that I'm, that I know that I can do. I mean, I've always believed in, in being loyal and, and, and doing my job and, you know, whatever that job may be. And so it'll be, it won't be, of course it'll be an adjustment, but it's, it's something that I know that I'm capable of doing and, and I can bite my tongue when I have to and, and, and try to say the right things. But, you know, my job is to go down there and try to help them, help them win games. And I have a pretty significant role in terms of the coaching aspect of it. Um, And so, so that's really exciting for me. 
Talking with Lindsey Woolley, uh, led Montana Western to the 2019 National Championship, 28-6 and six quarterfinal appearance a year ago at uh, this past season. It was quarterfinals, or did you make the semis? Uh, quarters, yeah. Quarters, okay. Um, it's a little different travel schedule. You guys aren't bussing everywhere. You get to fly. That's got to be nice. Yeah, it's it's different. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> the resources are a little more expansive than they were here. Um, and yeah, and the travel is travels a little longer. It's a little more spread out in terms of the league. Um, but yeah, flying your charter in a few and um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a different animal. I don't, I won't probably won't be driving suburbans around Arizona for five or six days and <laughs> staying in VR, VRBOs with my team. But um <clears throat> And I won't be making any of those reservations either. So <laughs> <laughs> there's there's positives with everything. You're not on the bus. You're not driving a suburban up to uh, to Haver in the middle of the winter. No, I'm not. Nope. And I also, <laughs> but I also don't get to sit in the front seat of the bus anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, how's that going to change? Because that's a different view. It is. You know, I remember when I got to when I got to when I got to Western. Of course, Steve was here, and you know, Steve took the seat that I wanted because that was the seat that I sat in a miles because I was the longest tenured coach. So then I was sitting and I stared at the bus back of the bus driver's head the whole time. So then I, I remember the first time we got on the trip we got on the road with the men and our new men's coach was on the bus before me and he was sitting in that sitting in the seat that you look out the window. I walked up and I looked at him and I just pointed across. He's like, dang it. <laughs> Uh, so he shuffled his way across the aisle, and I got my seat. But yeah, I don't, I don't get to pick anymore. Oh man, yeah, you're going to be stuck looking at bald hit bus drivers again. Yep. Uh, what do you, what, what, what are you most proud of in your time at Western? Take out the national championship. What are you most proud of? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would say the most, the thing I'm most proud of is just like the development that we've been able to have with a number of our kids and just to see how much better they've gotten from the time they got here and the time they left here. Um, you, you know, you take a look at a kid like Brick Cooper, for example, who was a, I'm not even sure she might've been a first team all state class C kid. Um, but you know, she was a, she was a point guard and partway through her freshman year we turned her into a 5'11 center and it completely changed our team's dynamic offensively and defensively and she ended up being an all-american all American. and you know a kid kid like that and there's been a number of them over the years I can't pull them all off the top of my head but like that's kind of what we felt like we prided ourselves in because we didn't necessarily always get the most sought after kids from the state of Montana or surrounding areas but when they got here they bought into you know we're here to we're here to go to school and we're here to hoop and get better and you know really bought into it and and those are the, those are the things that I'm most proud of obviously that is the is the thing that makes you win games right so that's that's definitely the most important thing to me and and just the relationships that you build along the way it's you know when you have kids for four or five or six years like Amasha King it's it's pretty special. Uh, and you've had some good ones over the years. Uh, there's no question about that. You don't build a successful program without winners, both on and off the court. And it was, you know, watching from afar, uh, the way that you built that team uh, for the last 11 years has been impressive to watch. And I'm excited to see what you guys do, um, where you are going. It's a different talent level, too, though. So uh, is there really that much difference 
when you're out recruiting, you know, because you're recruiting different kids, but you're still looking for the same things. Yeah, I don't think it's any different. It's just, you know, now you can get the kids that, you know, when you're at an AU event and you look across the court where all the Division One coaches are sitting and say, God, look at the size of those kids, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's you can tell you, it's a skill set, the skill set, and and you know how a kid moves and their feel for the game and all the things that you're looking for aren't aren't any different. It's just now you have the ability to maybe get some of those kids. Whereas you know here you're looking for you're kind of you're looking for kids that that you think might have a chance, and you know obviously are a little bit smaller, but you're looking for the same characteristics in a player. It's just that um, the dimensions of that of the player changes. That makes sense. Uh, what are you going to miss the most about the frontier? I mean, I would say the, you know the fan the fan bases is um, is huge. I mean, like I don't know what it's going to be like where I'm headed, but it's going. But I, I I'd be hard pressed to believe that you'll see as good a crowds on a consistent basis. You know, and, and obviously there'll be there might be more people, but the arenas are a lot bigger, so it doesn't seem like it. So. If you know what I mean, like I just, yep. you know, the state of Montana is so supportive of women's basketball and, and the, the atmospheres that our kids get to play in. I remember Jordan talking last year, and, and I was, I, I told her, like, when we were talking to her, like, listen, like, there's going to be people at our games. She's like, you know, she's used to not playing in front of crowds hardly at all, except for, you know, at Montana State, at Montana, you know, and then sometimes at Idaho State when, they're, when they had it rolling. So, I'll miss that. I'll miss, you know, obviously all the friendships that I've created and the rivalries that we've had with, with the teams in this league and, and, you know, having those coaches push me to be better. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a league of really good coaches that, that know what they're doing. And, and I, you know, that's, that's a credit to them. And I think it's, you know, it's the reason that our league is on a women's basketball side is, you know, it doesn't. It's if it's not the best, it's it's in the top two, and I I believe that for the last you know six seven years. Well, when you have at the time when LC State was in the league, you had seven teams and five are in the top twenty five, and you know another one's getting votes. It's pretty impressive. Yep. I mean, it was it was a pretty. It still is a strong league, and the thing that always got to me was the longevity of the coaches in the league. Now there's a change, really. I mean, Tech and, and Western, for the last two years, are going to be the only ones with big changes. Um, and that, I think that's talks to the strength of the league, right? Yeah, I think it's the strength of the league, and I think it's, you know, it's also, it's a, it's Montana, right? Like, it's a place that, you know, it's... <laughs> It's a it's a hard place to leave, and you know the communities that all the universities are in are so supportive of of what we're doing, and um, that that that's a big part. You don't see a ton of turnover. Uh, I know you're just itching to say, but um, man, I wish you could break the news here. It's going to come out as soon as we get done. You know this, right? Um, The nice thing about it is it's still kind of a rural area. It's a bigger city than Dillon, but it's still kind of a rural area. Did that play into your decision? Because it's not a big city. For sure. It's, I I, mean, you know, I, I, there's not a lot of places I would move to and like, I wouldn't just go anywhere. And so to, to go to a place that, that is not too big and, you know, doesn't have a bunch of traffic and, you know, I don't need a ton of ton of people and all the all the stuff that comes with bigger cities. I, I just don't need that necessarily in my life. So 
yeah, it was, it's, it's a good fit for me. Um, and so, and, and obviously it's a, it's a beautiful area and, and I think it's going to be exciting. And like you said, it's less than four hour drive. So. Yep. I was like, wait, no, that's not right. But then I remembered I live, you know, two hours north of you. So that's why it takes me longer to get there. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is the son super excited, though? I know they're staying for another year, but is he super excited? Because he was used to going with you on these trips and and, and everything. And now he's not going to be there for a year. Does that, I mean, how does, how's he affected? Uh, I think it's, he, I don't think he fully gets, he, he's getting there. When the first conversation, there were so many tears that it was, mm. there was no, there wasn't a lot of comprehension of what, what, what was going on, <laughs> but he's starting to get it. And he's starting to kind of ask questions kind of throughout the day yesterday and last night. Um, but I don't know that he's excited yet. I think once he sees everything, sure, I think he'll be good. <laughs> um, how did how much did your phone blow up yesterday? How many text messages did you get? Uh, it was a lot. It was yeah. I I actually I fielded a few in the morning that I was meeting with. I met with a couple of people, and then I just decided I needed to go play golf, so I just ignored it for <laughs> for, for four hours. And then we had we had little league last night, so when he wasn't when when we weren't batting, I kind of was trying to tackle him. It was well over eighty. And then I still have some phone calls that I got to get to today. I was surprised you texted me back as quick as you did, honestly. Yeah, I think you got me in the morning, didn't you? I did. Yeah, very quick. Yeah, yeah. Then I started getting inundated, and I just couldn't do it. And then sometimes some of my ex-players were, and I'd start crying. So I was like, nope, I'm not doing this right now. (laughs) (laughs) What What was the team meeting like? Oh, it wasn't very much fun. It was, it was hard. Um, Pretty brief. Luckily, my AD was on there, so he kind of I, I I couldn't really get a lot of words out. So, um, pretty emotional. Um, I knew it would be, but it was worse than I thought it was going to be. So it was. Yeah, there's probably it was hard. Now you're trying to make me cry again. Damn it, Jason. You know, well, I'm not even going to get to golf with you now. We talked during the Frontier <laughs> Tournament about golfing, and now here you are leaving, and I'm like, come on, dude. When when do you officially leave? Um, I start work Monday. I have to, we got three days down there and, um, then I'll, I'll be back through father's day. Um, and then, then it's full go. Kids start showing up for summer school and yeah, that's crazy. It's just so fast how things change in the, and, and, and when you go from NAI to D one, I mean, it is a little different. Like we talked about earlier. I mean, the budgets are different. The locker rooms are different. You probably have a locker room. Um, yeah. you know, it's, you're not, teams get opposing, opposing teams get locker rooms. They don't, they're not stuck in a classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's, yeah, it's like I said, the resources are, are really, really good. And you know, the summers look a lot different, obviously like for us, like some years we have a couple kids here, but most of the time our kids are home for the summer and just working out on their own. And um, not that you're working crazy hours in the summer necessarily, um, but it's you're working like there's there's people around and you are in the office and, and doing some things. And then obviously the travel recruiting wise is a lot different. We don't just don't have the budget to go all over the place and go to every event. And um, I don't know how much of that I'll be doing. It'll be some, but it's just yeah, it's a it's a different game in the summer than yeah. than it was here, and, and that's okay. I think it's. 
I don't have to. I don't have to paint houses on the side and well, mow yards and all those types of things. There is that, so that's a, that's a definite <laughs> <laughs> good thing. Um, I'm sure the wife will appreciate that too. And you know, little extra yep, cash is never never hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, did your is your contract in comparison? Is your contract anything close to the to the guy that we were talking about earlier that you're going to say hi to me for? Uh, <laughs> no, okay. no, no, it's not. No, he did a he did a pretty good job negotiating. I'm just curious, you know. I don't need to know what you're making, but uh, <laughs> it's got to be significantly higher. When you go yes, from five yes. digits to probably six, it's a little bit better. It's, things change, yes. Yes, they do. Um, hey, Coach, congratulations. In all honesty, I'm very, very happy for you. I've appreciated getting to know you over the last uh, ten years that I've been covering the Frontier, and and um, I'm glad that you weren't like Keller and you really couldn't hear me doing games because I, I did say one time that it must be ugly sweater contest when you, you were at Carroll doing a game. Um because you had a red sweater on, and I mean that's you know it's what you always wore, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thanks, no. for, thanks for not yelling at me like Keller did. Of course. Well, I don't hear anything. I don't want. I don't hear anything during games. Like absolutely nothing. I'm just. I just. I'm completely blacked out. So you say what you want. It's all good. It's a rivalry. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate appreciate all you do covering the frontier and. Um, and especially for women's basketball. So appreciate you, man. Well, I, I love women's hoops and that 2019 season, you know, I just, I was wishing it was a Carroll Western national title game. That would have been even better than a frontier team winning. It, it would have been two playing for it. Well, if we'd have played for the, would have been the fifth time that year, probably would have been in the thirties. So it might not have been that <laughs> might not have been that fun to watch. <laughs> well, and, and it would have been weird because it was a neutral, it would have been a neutral court. So nobody would have known yeah. how to play. I mean, you still had Brie King. So I think you were probably okay. Yep, exactly. <laughs> hey, she uh, was pretty special. She was, and you've had a lot of those special ones. Um, and Britt's going to do a great job on in an interim basis. And I know a lot of people want her to get that job full time, and and I think she's probably close to being ready for it for sure. Um, and she is a bulldog yep, for life. Um, and so are you. So uh, congratulations. Say hi to you know who, and um, keep up the great work. And hopefully we're talking down the road. And and one of these days we will have to get a golf game in. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Coach. Best of luck. Yep. Have a good one. Bye bye. That is uh, former Montana Western head women's basketball coach Lindsey Woolley joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It's your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike Miller State Farm in Helena today. Best of luck, Coach. You, uh, you, you left Western in a better place. There's no question about it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk the Belmont Stakes, the running of the Belmont. Will the smoke in the Northeast affect the Belmont. We'll find out when we talk to Barry Abrams coming up next here, Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. 
Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. I'm Brent Vegan, head football coach at Montana State. And this year at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame, we're doing more than just celebrating our very best. On Saturday, June 24th at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center, there will be a Speak Up Student Athlete Mental Health Symposium from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Prominent figures throughout Montana, such as Jim O'Day and Tommy Mallott, will offer discussion and collaboration on how to better the mental health of our student athletes. After three Hall of Famers spoke up about their own mental health last year, it became apparent that we prioritize this topic at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame. Please join us on Saturday, June 24th, and for more information, go to the website, mtfootballhof.com. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today.
summer. The season to work hard, play hard. The days are heating up and getting longer. The smell of fresh cut grass. The hot sun on your skin. We kidding. We all know you're really thinking about having fun and relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one. Play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place. The Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from Mobile Center, the Copper Club Casino. This is the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back. Jason Walker Show, final segment on a Thursday. Back next Tuesday, get another Pro-Am up in uh, Polson on Monday, so playing golf up there. Beautiful, beautiful course and great views of Flathead Lake. This segment brought to you by Copper Club Casino. Hot games, warm staff, cold drinks, drink and gamble responsibly. Still to come on this day in history and the walk-off and much more. But it is time to check in. The The final leg of the Triple Crown season comes to an end on Saturday with the running of the Belmont. And joining us now to break it down is none other than the host of the Far Turn, producer via at ESPN. He is Barry Abrams, and he joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline right here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, so there will be no Triple Crown this year, but there will still be an exciting race on Saturday. But let's recap the Preakness real quick. Uh, were you surprised at how everything shook out? No, not really, because Bob Baffert, was able to run in the Preakness with National Treasure. He was not able to run in the Kentucky Derby. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. And Bob Baffert trained these horses who can carry their speed of distance of ground. So National Treasure went out to the early lead and never really relinquished it. No, I wasn't surprised by that. And the other reason is because even though if you put Churchill Downs and Pimlico, the homes of the Derby and Preakness on top of each other on a map, and they look pretty much the same, the riders will tell you, for whatever reason, and I'm not a rider, that the turns at Pimlico are tighter. And you know, when you go around a tight turn with your car, you've got to brake a little bit more. You can't go full bore. And so it makes it harder to close ground there. So, no, I'm not surprised that National Treasure held on to win. What was surprising to me is that Mage actually held on to finish third in that race. Uh, I didn't think he was going to close enough ground. He didn't close enough ground, but he was there because he pushed, uh, you know, uh, Javier Castellano pushed him up a little harder so that he wouldn't fall that far behind. It took him out of his game a little bit, so he didn't have enough at the end because he's a comfort behind, a real comfort behind her. But he did finish third, and so because he didn't win the Preakness, and because these races come up so quickly, you were not you will not see Mage on Saturday in the Belmont Stakes. So you do have some horses that ran in the Derby, and we'll talk about some of those. They do factor quite a bit here into what's going to happen, but the Derby winner will not be one of them. Real quick, explain what's going on to our fans about Churchill Downs. They've moved racing. They've basically shut down Churchill Downs right now because of 12 deaths since the Kentucky Derby or Kentucky Derby week. So what it, what 
Where are we at with this? 12 deaths since the meet began, which it begins the week before the Kentucky Derby. And that is a pretty big cluster. So the racing was supposed to continue with Churchill through the month of June, including their other spring showcase race called the Stephen Foster. Then the racing would shift in the summer to a smaller track, Ellis Park, while the big money circuit, as it were, uh, migrates up to New York. So Churchill decided with the impetus of the Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Authority to move the rest of their racing to Ellis Park early. However, these horses are still training at Churchill Downs because you can't just take a huge community of horses, groomsmen and, and hot walkers and everything, and just vacate the premises like that. There just isn't the stall space for this uh, community. So they're still training at Churchill Downs, but they are racing now at Ellis Park, which gives all stakeholders an extra month basically to figure out what is going on and why all of this is happening. There is a prominent uh, racing journalist in uh, this industry. His name is Ray Pollock, and he points out that every time in the last, let's say, 15 years that there has been either a cluster of fatalities, as we see in Churchill, or a single prominent one, like Barbaro, the Kentucky Derby winner, who got hurt in the Preakness in 2006 and died several months later, each time one of these things has happened, there has been a quantum leap forward in the field of thoroughbred safety and injury prevention. And his question, open-ended, of course, is what will be the quantum leap forward now? Presumably, history, recent history tells us that there will be. I've seen some of these myself, and one of those that I did see, uh, I read this week, may have saved another horse at Fertile Down. There's a machine that takes a, a really good picture of a horse's legs. It's like an x-ray, but it's way better than an x-ray. And one trainer down there, prominent trainer, Dale Roman, said that one of his horses was discovered through this test had some bone degeneration that a vet would not have picked up ordinarily and that he, feeling a horse's legs, wouldn't pick up ordinarily. And they have, and, and Dale has taken that horse out of training. Would the horse have suffered a, a grim fate had it run? Maybe. But with all the deaths that have happened, there at least has been one horse who was saved by this new technology. And I've seen this with my own eyes on Santa Anita in California, which is where it began being used and is now migrating east. So what will the quantum leap forward be with this unfortunate cluster of deaths? Uh, we'll wait and see, but history tells us there will be one. We're talking with the host of The Far Turn, Barry Abrams. You can check him out, B. Abrams, uh, voice on the Twitter. How will the smoke from the wildfires in Canada? We're used to dealing with smoke out here in the West. Not so much for you guys out on the East Coast, but how will the smoke affect the Belmont running with the horses on Saturday. Well, as we record this on Thursday, racing is canceled at Belmont Park for Thursday. And there were two stakes races that were going to be run on Thursday. They'll be run on Sunday instead. And it's a day by day thing. Now the wind is supposed to shift slowly in the next day or two. So my guess is that the air won't be wonderful on Saturday, but it's probably going to be good enough. How will it affect these horses is anybody's guess. That's like, you know, how is the track surface going to affect them? You don't know until that happens. But 
you know, out of a, an abundance of caution, racing has been canceled on Thursday. My guess is it will be good enough, and my guess is that the warm-ups for these horses might be a little quicker. They might be out on the track a little bit less time before each race to try to minimize the effect of the air quality. But other than that, it's very hard to say. All right, let's talk about the field. There are nine horses. You've got Angel of Empire in there. You've got uh, Red Route 1, who we've talked about, Tap It Trice, Tap It Shoes, and, of course, Preakness winner National Treasure. National Treasure going off at 5-1. to one. Uh, But we get to see Forte run for the first time this year. Um, the Kentucky Derby favorite that was scratched morning of enters as a 5-2 favorite. Uh, a good track for Forte and the extra, I mean, he has a race since February or April 1st. So he's had a lot of rest. He has had a lot of rest. And the question is, is that going to be too much? He certainly is the best horse in this race. The thing about Forte is, and we said this before the Derby, that while he was clearly the best horse last year, he is six for seven lifetime. He lost his second stars in July of last year at Saratoga, I think we have already seen his best. Mm -hmm. So are there other horses now who are getting better? And will their best be better than Forte's best? Forte has a big turn of foot. He closes ground late. That's not how you win the Belmont Stakes. Even though it's a very long race, a mile and a half, the longest of the Triple Crown races for sure, and there are only a handful of dirt races anywhere in the country that are a mile and a half or longer. The way you win this race is to basically be near the lead and just stay there. It is very hard to make up ground going through that deep, sandy track at Belmont Park. So, Forte, as good as he is, this might not be the best spot for him to actually win. The horse I thought from way back early in the spring that I said had Belmont Stakes written all over him is his stable mate, Tappet Trice. Mm -hmm. Tappet Trice is not a horse with a big turn of foot. He doesn't close a whole lot of ground, although he did to win the Tampa Bay Derby, but for the most part, he really doesn't. He stays near the lead, and he doesn't slow down as much as other horses slow down as the race gets further along. Usually on dirt, it's a war of attrition. Who gets tired the fastest because it's very hard to run through that dirt. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't, you know, accelerate quickly, but he doesn't decelerate quickly either. And that's the way you win this type of race. So there may not be a lot of other races that Capitrice actually wins this year, but to me, this is the spot for him. And I know the close position means a whole lot, but he goes from the two, which in a field that's not that big, he's not going to have traffic to worry about. And it is one of the shortest ways around, which is proposed too. So I think this has Tappet Trice's name written all over it. National Treasure, three weeks off, a good chance to go back-to-back for Bob Baffert? He certainly is going to be there because, like we said, he goes to the lead, he stays there, he can carry the speed around of ground. His breeding is meant to go long. But when you're near the lead, it's tough to keep it unless you are that much better than everybody else. American Pharaoh did that in 2015, went right through the lead and just stayed there, but that was American Pharaoh. Uh, National Treasure is good. He has classic win, obviously, with the Preakness. I don't know that he's American Pharaoh. 
but he certainly will have a chance because his running style will give him a chance. He's third to one, which means he's not a long shot, but he's not the favorite, and that sounds about right. Talking with Barry Abrams, you can follow him on the Twitter at B. Abrams Voice. He's also the host of The Far Turn. Uh, a couple of horses that we have not talked about all year. Hit show uh, goes off at 10 to 1. And uh, was it Il Miracolo at 30 to 1, along with Archangelo at 8 to 1? Either one of those three have a chance? Well, all you need to know is that Il Miracolo's owner, Eduardo Soto, said at the post draw on Tuesday, I'm a gambling man and I'm gambling. Meaning. <laughs> He doesn't really think his horse has a chance to win, but he's willing to spend the money to enter him, so here he is. His numbers do not come close to those of Forte or National Treasure, etc. This show is a little bit more interesting. Uh, he certainly has his best race, which, which was the Derby when he finished fifth. If he ran back to that on Saturday, he'd have a chance to win this race because there'd be far less traffic to deal with. The problem is that race is an anomaly almost in his uh, past performances. He hasn't really had a race that good since then. Now, he's rested for five weeks. He hasn't run since the Derby. And, you know, Brad Cox's trainer has an enormous success record the last three or four years in particular. So I'm not going to necessarily count him out. He's going to be coming from not too far back, which again is, is kind of the right running style. I'm just not sure he's fast enough to beat Forte or even Capitrice. But I, I certainly wouldn't discount him. And if you're looking for a, a live long shot at 10 to 1, that's a fair price for a horse that has talent and with the right break or two could factor here. Uh, it has been 50 years. I know last week I sent you a fantastic article, and yesterday I rewatched the original call, uh, on-track call from the Belmont when Secretariat just absolutely on the backstretch distanced himself, and and what an amazing race. Is that still, in your mind, is that the best race that's ever been run? Well, it depends on what your definition of best is. If you're definition is domination, yes. I mean, Man of War reportedly won a race at Belmont Park in 1920 by 100 lengths. Holy Secretariat God. only won by 31, reportedly. It nearly was probably closer to 25, but you get the idea. It's just that Man of War was not a TV star. He was a star, however, because when he died in 1947, his funeral, and most horses don't get a funeral, a funeral, and it was broadcast on national radio. Man of War was a star. Secretary was a TV star. But if you're talking about the best race, the best competition, it was the Belmont five years later, 1978, when Affirmed and Aladar were basically running like one horse. Their legs moved in absolute unison for the final mile of that race with the Triple Crown on the line. And Affirmed put his nose on the wire first to complete the Triple Crown, in what, to me, is still the greatest race ever run. What made that even more amazing is that there is a culture in racing where the, the establishment, if you will, is in the East, and the people from the West are inferior. So here came a firm from the West, this little runt of a horse. Well, who the heck is he against a legally bred, absolutely gorgeous Eastern establishment horse, which was Aladar, and yet a firm beat him all three times. 
in the Triple Crown. But, and uh, Belmont Stakes, if you go back and find that one online, that just makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up every single time I see it. It was amazing. So if your definition of best race is domination, Secretariat. If you're talking about the best competition, it's the affirmed Aladar Belmont five years later, 1978. Uh, it was on this date, 1935, Willie Saunders aboard Omaha won the 67th Belmont. The only horse to win the Triple Crown whose father won the Triple Crown. Donald Fox was his father, and he won five years earlier. That's, yeah, 1930. And uh, Omaha, I mean, when you, obviously, we don't have TV coverage back then, but you had Gallant Fox, you had Omaha, you had Man of War. What an amazing story of you know just unbelievable horses that that we history has is fading because we don't have real record of watching that well not only that but horses back then were bred more for stamina than for speed you see that a lot in europe now but here in this country buyers of horses want speed pure speed and with speed comes fragility and that's part of why you're seeing these clusters of deaths at Churchill Downs and four years ago at Santa Anita, because these horses are very fragile to be able to go that fast. I mean, think about what would happen if you revved your engine as high as it could go and tried to go, you know, 20, 30 miles like that. You could potentially break something in that engine. When you're driving at 60 miles an hour, you're not probably going to break something in that engine any one time. And the same is true with horses. So back then you had horses bred for stamina, and clearly you had some superior ones bred for stamina that way. I wish it was that way today, but it's not. Barry, it is always a pleasure to chat with you uh, three or four times a year um, because we get to talk horse racing, and it's big here in the state of Montana. I know it's very big, obviously, in the Midwest, the East Coast, California, and overseas, but... Uh, your expertise really helps uh, fill us in on what to expect. So who who's winning the Belmont this weekend? I like Capitrice. And we another horse we didn't talk about, uh, Angel of Empire, mm. I think stands a chance here too. His numbers have gotten better every single time, including the third place in the Kentucky Derby. I think this horse is still on the rise. He's got five weeks of rest. He didn't run the Preakness. I would look for him to, to make some noise here on Saturday, too, but I still think Tappet Trice. So if you were a betting man, Tappet Trice, National Treasure, Forte, Angel of Empire, somewhere in that order? You could do worse than that. <clears throat> that's a good one. Excuse me. That's a good one. Um, Barry, give our Mets some good luck. They need it. We gotta Oh, get... don't they, though? Oh, my goodness. They are struggling. You beat Philly. Not dominating, but pitching-wise was good, and then your pitching goes you to the wayside for Toronto and, and now Atlanta, and you can't lose to Atlanta. Thousands of years of prosperity with just small pockets, thousands of years of torture with small pockets of prosperity. You could say that about certain civilizations, and you could also say it about the Mets. Hey, that's why, that's, I think that's why you and I bond. It's not just the horse racing it's 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 our love keep for... the faith my friend keep the faith as always hey uh uh have a great weekend stay safe with all that smoke i know what you're dealing with we deal with it all summer long but uh keep breathing good and uh we'll talk soon thank you my friend
That is Barry Abrams joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It is your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike Miller State Farm in Helena today. All right. Here is the affirmed Alidar race from 1978. And we'll let you listen to it. in fourth. Darby Creek Road is six lengths off the pace. 50 seconds for a half mile. Now we've got a speed duel being getting to develop. On the inside affirmed. On the outside Alidar. And those two are letting out all stops. They're going on out together. Affirmed along the inside. Alidar on the outside. Heads apart as they move down the back stretch. Then they've opened six lengths on noontime spender and judge advocate. And the trailer is still Darby Creek Road. Three quarters, however, went in 114. The pace is still slow. They're moving into the turn. Affirmed holding ahead in front and Alidar on the outside is challenging again. It's affirmed by ahead on the turn. Alidar is second by four and a half. Along the inside, Judge Advocate, Noontime Spender, and Darby Creek Road now beginning to pick up the pace. Three quarters went in 14, a mile in 37 and 2. The pace is increasing as they come to the head of the stretch. It is still affirmed as they come to the quarter pole. He's holding on to a head lead. Alidar is outside of him and challenging that lead. The two are heads apart, and Alidar's got a lead. Alidar put ahead in front, right in the middle of the stretch. It's Alidar and Affirmed battling back along the inside. We'll test these two to the wire. Affirmed under a left-hand whip. Alidar on the outside driving. Affirmed and Alidar heads apart. Affirmed's got a nose in front as they come on to the wire. At the finish, it's going to be dead tight. Alidar is second. So that was the, that was the call of the Affirmed. Of the Affirmed Alidar race that Barry was just talking about. This, in to me is the greatest race. This this might be the greatest athlete to me in sports history. Ready to go for this tremendous Belmont State. Everybody's in line, and they're off. Looks like the early lead goes to Mike Allen. Yes, Mike Allen going for the lead with Price to press on the outside. Secretary to wave very well. We're going to enjoy this, seriously, for the next two minutes plus. They're moving for the first turn. It is Secretariat. Sham on the outside is also moving along strongly. And now it's Sham. Sham and Secretariat are right together into the first turn. Mike Allen has third behind them. Then it's twice the Prince, and the trailer is Private Smiles as they go by the turn. Those two together, Sham on the outside. Sham getting ahead in front as they move around the turn with Secretary at second. Then there's a large gap. Make it eight lengths back to Mike Allen in third and Vice of Prince fourth. And Private Smiles is still a trailer. They're on the backstretch. It's almost a match race now. Secretariat's on the inside. By ahead. Sham is on the outside. They've opened ten lengths on Mike Gallon, who is third by ahead, with Vice of Prince fourth. Then it's another eight lengths back to Private Smiles, who is trailing the field. They continue down the backstretch. And back Secretariat now taking the lead. He's got it by about a length and a half. Still Sham. Ten lengths back. Mike Gallon, Vice of Prince. They're moving on the turn now. For the turn at Secretariat. It looks like he's opening. The lead is increasing. They get three, three and a half. He's moving into the turn. Secretariat holding on to a large lead. Dan is second, and then it's a long way back to Mike Allen and Vice of Prince. They're on the turn.
I mean, if you've seen the movie Secretariat, the emotions are great. But watching it like this, the real footage, the real call, the real everything. I mean, the real Mrs. Tweedy. What an amazing dominating race. And that, Ali Sheba, Ali Dar, fantastic. But man, to me, Secretariat might be honestly the greatest athlete of all time. The domination of three races was, I mean, it's unparalleled. And all three records at all three racetracks of all three Triple Crown races, and all three will never be broken. We will never see a horse like that again. Ronnie Turcott, the jockey, they did an article with him, uh, came out yesterday, and he said the same thing. He's like, you are, you will, we'll probably never see this again in our lifetime. What Secretariat did, and, oh, man, now I'm going to have to watch the movie again. But got the uh, Belmont coming up this week. Uh, was it 4.50, I think, is post time on Saturday on NBC. So there you go. Uh, all right, let's do on this day in history. It is Thursday, June the 8th, 2023. It is National Name Your Poison Day, World Oceans Day. And apparently there's five now. I didn't know the South Ocean became the fifth ocean. It is National Best Friends Day, World Brain Tumor Day, World Pet Memorial Day, and National Upsy Daisy Day. Uh, this date in history, 1920, Reds, Ed Rush... Fell asleep in center field. There was an argument going on. Heine Groh, his teammate, went out to wake him up, but the umpire uh, ejected him for delay of game. Mentioned uh, Omaha winning in 230.6 at the Belmont, 1935. 1958, LPGA Championship. Mickey Wright wins the first of her 13 major titles. 1961, Milwaukee sets a record with four consecutive home runs. And these are all pretty good baseball players, Eddie Matthews, Hank Aaron, Joe Adcock, and Frank Thomas. Uh, 1969 French Open, Rod Laver won the second leg of his second career Grand Slam. 1985, Chris Everett beat Martina Navratilova in the French Open, her 17th Grand Slam title, also her sixth French singles crown. 1989 on this date, Pittsburgh Pirates scored 10 runs in the first inning. It prompted the broadcaster... Jim Rooker, to say he would walk from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia if the Pirates lost. Philadelphia came back to win 15-11. Rooker, man of his word, walked from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia at the end of the season. Uh, happy birthday today. Eddie Goodell, born on this date, 1925, the shortest player in Major League history. Drew a walk. He was 3 foot 7 inches. Died in 1961. Satchel Paige died on this date in 1982. Terrific, terrific. And there's so much at the Negro League Museum down in Kansas City uh, on Satchel Page. Uh, what an amazing man he was. Okay, so I think we've talked about this before. 1914 on this date in DeBilt, Netherlands, it was 34.7 degrees. One year later on this date, same town, DeBilt, Netherlands, it was 92 degrees. So in one year, the difference was almost 60 degrees. Can you say the Netherlands is a lot like Montana? <laughs> day to day. Uh, and on this date in 1949, we're living in it, folks. We are living in this. 
Uh, George Orwell's seminal novel, 1984, set in the totalitarian state of Oceania, was published on this date in 1949, and we are now living it. And there's not many people that would disagree with that statement. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off is presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Stop in for the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. Man, what a great week. Had fun Tuesday. Thanks to John Burnett joining us yesterday. Helena Senators coach. Uh, they're off on a nine-game road trip for the next two weeks. Uh, today, Lindsey Woolley, head coach at Montana Western. New to become an assistant coach at a Division One school about four hours from Dillon. And Barry Abrams, as always, our Preakness host breakdown. Back on Tuesday next week, we'll have your Auto Concepts Performance of the Week, a Montana Rodeo Roundup. Don't forget Poplar and Culbertson this weekend for Northern Rodeo. And safe travels to all the CNFR teams headed down to Casper. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here. Tuesday. Jason Walker Show. Thanks to all of our great sponsors and our fantastic fans across the world. See you back here next time. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.